Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of this week's Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, We have a terrific show for you today. I can't wait to get to it, but I will, because first we need to hear this message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. We have with us as our guest, a man who needs... No introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He is Gary Rome. He is the president of the Gary Rome Auto Group, which includes Hyundai and Kia. How are you, Gary? Great. How are you today? I'm good. Good to have you aboard. We have a lot to talk about. My goodness, uh, there isn't anything we we couldn't talk about today. But uh, Gary, as most of you know, anybody who has a TV or a radio or a newspaper knows that he was Times Dealer of the Year this year, Auto Dealer of the Year. Congratulations for that. Thank you very much. And on top of that, he was named one of Business West Difference Makers for 2023. Quite a year for you. You'll have to. Yes. Busy year. Busy, busy. So this is a time when I put in a plug for for all of our Difference Makers. Uh, Like I said, we have introduced those in in the magazine, and we have an event coming up uh, April 27th to honor Gary and all of our difference makers, we have a tremendous class for 2023. So uh, visit businesswest.com and you can read all about it and uh, order tickets to our event. Going to be a fantastic uh, difference maker show this year. Congratulations again on that. Yes, thank so, you. Anyway, so let's talk about uh, Dealer of the Year for a, a few minutes. Uh, this is a, a national honor that um, goes to someone who prevails over others from from different regions. Tell us a little bit about this. Oh yeah, sure. Thank you. It's uh it's been going on. It's been happening for about 50 years, a little over 50 years. And uh the way it works is a national honor National Automobile Dealers Association has a convention once a year. I was in Dallas. Uh there's 25,000 people in attendance and there was 47 other honorees. Each association in each state pretty much uh, picks uh, a, a nominee. So in Massachusetts, there's about 759 dealers. And the Massachusetts Auto Dealers Association picked me as their honoree. And uh, then when we were down in Dallas, I was one of 48. And uh, they have a, um, a business school at uh, University of Michigan that picks the winner. Um, and basically, they the the, they identify the nominees based upon being a franchise dealer, being successful as a franchise dealer, but more importantly, what they do for the community, building a strong community and their involvement in the community. So my experience uh, for a car guy like me that's grown up in the business, it was really surreal to be picked as one out of 16,000 dealers across the nation. And uh, when I was there at the event, it was really, you know, much like much much like the Oscars. There was a big auditorium, three thousand people there, red carpet. It was really, and I had no idea that I was the winner uh, until I was up on stage 
and they picked me as one of the regional winners. There's four regional winners, and then they picked me as the as the national winner. But as I was standing up there next to the CEO uh, of Time Magazine, uh, Jessica Sibley, and uh, the president of Ally Bank, I could see the teleprompter. So I was standing there, and I could see the words coming across the teleprompter, and they were saying, and wow. he went to work with his father, and he would stop his father in the hallway on Saturdays and beg him to take him to work. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're talking about me. So it was very um, – it was surreal. It was uh, it, it was exciting. Yeah, it's nice to be honored for something that we love doing, which is which is great. Well, congratulations again. And, and talk about that a little bit more. Honored for what you're doing. Now, this is not just for selling a lot of cars, although that's part of it. Uh, this is for also all the things that you do in the community. And I know this is going to be really hard to do, but you can kind of summarize some of those things for us real quick. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And, and really, I should say it's not about me, although I get a lot of the rec recognition and the accolades. It's about our team and what they do every day. We have a very vibrant uh, corporate culture and we do a lot of things together. And I think I speak for the team when we say we don't feel like we have to do these things we get to. A lot of our the work we do is actually after hours and a lot of folks do it on their own time. But we're, we want to give back to the community. We want to build a strong community. The community supports us and we want to support them. Just a few things. I think I counted up a, a, another interview that I had and, and that we, we've we did, we were involved in 26 different initiatives throughout the course of the year. And uh, they could be anything from supporting Holyoke Homework House to having one of our big event that we have for the Ronald McDonald House, where we, it's called Trees of Hope, where we filled the showroom full of decorated Christmas trees that have been donated. Many of them have gift cards on there. And, and, and we, we have an, a 14 day event. We host a, a kickoff on, a, on Friday night where we have a live auction and we helped the Ronald McDonald House uh, raise $175,689 last year during that event. And that's just one of the things we do. We're involved with Rays of Hope. We have these pink plate frames, which we make and we have had made. We install them on, on cars. And for every plate frame that's installed, we donate $5. We had an event with them a few years ago and raised about $25,000 for them. So that's just a, a few of the things. But our corporate culture is so vibrant. And we, I created a position called the corporate culture officer. Her name is Kathy. And I think you've met her and, and we call her captain culture. So she can, we have a, a whole calendar of events. We celebrate people for their birthdays and their anniversaries. But just last week, it was national um, acts of kindness day. So we had a, a small budget for that. And they went out in the community and they, they did a, at random acts of kindness. They went up to, in this case, they went up to the crossing guards at the local schools and they gave them um, $25 uh, um, Dunkin' Donuts gift cards just for doing what they do. So it's, you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's part of what we do. And those are just a few examples of what we do in the community. Okay. And it's for those same reasons that you're being honored as a difference maker. And, uh, We'll see you up on stage uh, April 27th. Not as big as the Oscars, but uh, it will be a, a pretty good event, too. We'll have, I'm uh, sure it'll be exciting. We'll have Billy Crystal come and host it. Just, no, we won't, okay, <laughs> we won't do that. So anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about the car business. And, and you and I have talked about this uh, many times in the past. It's been a very interesting year, a couple of years for 
the, the car industry? Are, are things mm. settling back to normal in any way, shape, or form from uh, those two turbulent years from the pandemic, uh, three turbulent years from the pandemic? I think it's a new normal. I don't think it'll ever be back to end quote, end quote, normal. Um, we have seen our inventory levels have come back to pre-pandemic levels, but the manufacturers are just a little bit slow to respond uh, with with big incentives, and and a lot of that has to do with the, you know the Fed right raising the rate. The prime rate is 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 you know at a record level, so it's just it you know the the low rate financings that we saw when the pandemic first um, came out, zero um, percent financing for eighty four months and no payments for one hundred twenty days. I don't think we'll ever see that again, but um, we do have some great incentives, and we do have more inventory now, which is nice to see. Okay. And consumers have more choices than they had, say, six months ago, Absolutely. a year ago, 18 yeah. months ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, right at the height of the pandemic, we we had almost 200 cars on order. Um, and, and folks would have to wait two to four months to get a car. Now, we cars are plentiful. They're not um, in oversupply. So we do have some that are available now. And some for the harder uh, to get vehicles, maybe like a plug-in hybrid or a hybrid vehicle, they may have to wait uh, 30 to 60 days for, for one of those vehicles. Mm-hmm. Well, there was talk that the, the manufacturers were going to get to like this situation that we were in maybe a year or 18 months ago, where, where people would essentially order the car and, and manufacturers were in a situation where they were building to order. Uh, they weren't building any more cars than they needed to, and, and there just simply wasn't as much inventory. People started thinking, well, maybe this will be the wave of the future. We won't have all this inventory. People want a car. They can order it. The manufacturers will make it. It'll be in in four months. Uh, it doesn't look like that that's going to happen, but I wanted to get your opinion on that. No, I you know, I think that they thought that, that they could, that model would work, but it, it doesn't work because they need to keep the factories running. And um, now that, you know, the, the chip shortage has kind of settled down a little bit. um, I think that they need to do what they need to do to, to move the metal. And as inventories, you know, really the day supply before the pandemic could have been for some manufacturers as high as 120 days. So now the, the day supply of cars is around 29 days which is quite a bit higher than the four or five days we had before but it's still there is not an oversupply of cars it's just you know it's 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 more manageable now interesting okay you're listening to business talk a podcast presented by business west and sponsored by people's bank we're talking with gary rome he is the president of the gary rome auto group we're talking about uh his recent award is his Times Dealer of the Year and being a Business West difference maker. We're also talking about the car business a little bit. Talk about uh, the, the shift that we're seeing. Uh, seems like a, a lot of shifts happening uh, in the auto world these days. Fewer cars, more SUVs. That trend is continuing, yeah. but also the move toward electric. Uh, talk about those two trends here. Yeah, I will. I will say that there's a lot of talk about electric. There's a lot of uh, money being offered, and uh, you know, by the by the government uh, to build the infrastructure for this. And I think there's a big push. I think that their their goal to uh, to not have uh, internally combusted engines um, by 2025 is is a little aggressive. 
Uh, right now, electric vehicles nationally make up for about three or four percent of the sales. So it's not a huge number, but there is a lot of discussion about it. We've been very bullish about electric vehicles. We have superchargers that I've installed so that you can charge your vehicle in 18 minutes to 80 percent. And I think that we we work very hard to educate our clients about electric vehicles because folks that have never learned about electric vehicles have what I call range anxiety, <laughs> and they're afraid that they're going to run out of charge. And after we, after we show them the vehicle and they learn a little bit more about it, they realize it's really very much the same thing as you know having a, a regular automobile. You wouldn't leave your house without with your gas tank on empty without thinking about where am I going to get gas? So um, there has been a lot of, a lot of talk about it. And uh, there are now federal incentives and state incentives. The federal incentive is $7,500. The state incentive in Massachusetts um, more is, is on a website called more-ev.com. And that state incentive can be as high as $3,500, depending upon the price of the vehicle. It needs to be under $55,000 and you can earn that. And there's also a Fed incentive very confusing, but we, we're trying to you know explain it to folks. But there's a federal incentive on used SUVs also, which could be up to four thousand dollars, you know, based or thirty percent of the the selling price of the vehicle. So there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to go EV. Three to four percent of the current auto sales are electric. What do we expect to see with that number? The rest of this year and and the year after that. When does it start to edge up? And when do the prices of these vehicles start to come down. I assume those two things are interchanged. Yeah. So I, I could speak for Hyundai and Kia for my manufacturers and we are, their goal is to be at 8% sales of EV and they, and they've made a huge commitment of 5.4 billion with a B uh, to build an electric battery plant and electric vehicle plant right near Savannah. So they are going to, you know, this is not going away. They, they see it as the wave of the future. They're just releasing now, Hyundai is releasing a vehicle called the Ionic 6, which is really a great looking vehicle. And that one starts at a lower price than the Ionic 5, which we have now. Mm -hmm. So the price point is coming down a little bit. And they do have these lease programs that include the $7,500 federal tax credit right up front which makes the car, the price of the car and the payment much more manageable. But when you look at it, especially if you do a lot of driving, um, the cost of electricity is about $1.25 a gallon versus $4 a gallon if you're, if you're paying to put gas in your car. So if you drive a lot, uh, you can really justify the price of the vehicle, the payment of the vehicle. And it actually, the, your gas savings could pay your entire car payment, if not more. Hmm. Is that the reason we're not seeing as many, or is it just an inventory issue? Well, well, it was an inventory issue. That that inventory issue is being resolved. We have at my Hyundai dealership, we have about forty of them in stock. We sell about twenty a month, and at the Kia dealership, we have three or four. It's a smaller dealership in Enfield, but we have three or four, and, and that's about how many we sell between three and five a month. And again, we're expecting those numbers to, to increase steadily yes. over the next few years. Right? Yes, yes. So, and in 2025, people will have an option, uh, theoretically well, uh, at least. Yeah, yeah theoretically. Um, one unique thing that we have at the 
Hyundai dealership. I'm one of five dealers in the country that have a subscription program. It's called Evolve Plus. So you have the opportunity to rent an electric vehicle and it includes insurance. So you can try this EV and see if it fits your lifestyle before you actually buy one, or you can rent one if you need a third vehicle, or you can, you know, if your college student is home from school during the summer, or if you just want to rent one while you're waiting for yours to come in. Interesting. So in the few minutes we have left, you, you've got a construction project going on. Yes. So there, this is a car wash slash dog wash. You can wash your car and your dog at the same time or yeah. separately, I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, we've been very, very busy in Holyoke. Uh, in fact, uh, our sales were number five in the Northeast from Maine to Virginia. So uh, we're very busy. And so we've run out of capacity in our service department. So I'm moving my cleaning company over to uh, building a new car wash detail dog wash center. And it'll be, have a full 130 foot tunnel with lights and foam and ceramic wax. And then there'll be a touchless car wash. And next to that will be three bays uh, where we'll clean cars and offer a detail service to the public. Yeah. And that, that will be, hopefully that'll be open and operational by October 1st. And in addition to that, yes, there will be a dog wash there. It's a very cool thing. So I, I just say, why would you put your dirty dog in your clean car? Um, and you can put your dog in a dog wash. It takes about 10 minutes. You can wash and dry your dog and uh, and uh, get into your clean car. We will have um, free vacuums there as well. Interesting. And when does that open its doors? October 1st is our is our launch date. Very ambitious. So President's Day just came and went. Uh, this is a time-honored tradition in the car selling world. Does that tradition continue? Is that um, still it, a time when people come does. out of the woodwork? Yeah, February is President's Month, and we we look at that as the kickoff to our selling season as the weather gets better. Now, of course, um, yeah, so that's, that's the kickoff to our selling season. And we did see, uh, you know, very, very busy President's Weekend and President's Week uh is is very busy okay all right well thank you very much we covered a lot of ground in in not a lot of time there yes so very good. good well thank you for coming on we'll have to have you on again soon maybe thank you for having me several months we'll, we'll go over that ground again so thank you again all right and thank you to all of you for listening this has been another episode of business talk the podcast presented by business west and sponsored by people's bank I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.